Mike's Daily Podcast. Not happy with the Arrested Development season. I meant to tell you this last week. Like a week ago, I meant to tell you that I watched a little bit of the new Arrested Development season, and I cannot do it. I can't do it this time. Sorry, Jason Bateman. Can't do it. It's just my, Mitchell Hurwitz, you guys, or Horitz, or I forgot his, who does the show, but it just can't be done this time. Mike's Daily Podcast. I can't deal with William Arnett and uh, the Jeffrey Tambor. Not this season. Mike's Daily Podcast. Not this show. If you want to laugh your butt off, watch the first season of Arrested Development. It's pretty good. And if you like Jeffrey Tambor, go back and watch watch the days when he would do his crazy stuff as Hank Kingsley on the Larry Sanders show and you'll go I don't want to be in the show business it's craziness so that's what Mike's Daily Podcast F F F episode 1651 1651 what a freaking weekend that was that was great Mike's I loved it. Daily. Oh, there are a couple hiccups. Podcast. I'll tell you about the hiccups, but first, yeah. let me say this show should feature Madame Rutabaga Valentino by some medley stopping by. Last show was called Hope, and I hope you had a good weekend. That was my hope, and I hope you're full of hope. In a crazy world that sometimes drives you nuts, there is hope. But I have this wonderful, beautiful lady friend by the name of... <laughs> DT Hey I just realized I accidentally posted to my Twitter A link to my If you want to see my dad It was Father's Day yesterday And my dad in 1940 Was in a movie called Tom Brown's School Days He was this chubby little kid He had a bunch of hair Blonde hair on his head And he Is Look who walked in Look who walked in he is one of the okay. There's a boxing. There's a fighting match going on, and the two sides each have someone to watch the time, so that they time each round. And he's one of the timekeepers, and he says a couple things. And there's a scene where everybody runs away, and he's the only one left. And the and the teachers are coming, and you see him go, "Oh no!" And he runs away. 1940, that movie. That was my dad's big claim to fame. So I always like to watch that on Father's Day and remember my dad. So a couple people walked in and say hi to them. Hello, my gosh, my And here's today's podcast picture. That you had a great weekend with your lady friend. Ooh. Yes, it was unparalleled, I must say. We did a lot of traveling. We went to Monterey. We went to Carmel. We went to Pacific Grove. We even went to a German restaurant that is right on the bay, in the East Bay, in Alameda, called Brotzeit Lokal. Brotzeit means, well, I think it means bratwurst time, or, or it's bread time, I forget. But yeah, we had a great time, is what we did. We had a, oh, a schöne Zeit, is what, what, what we had. Mein uh, Fräulein und ich. I don't know if that's the correct German, but at any rate, and I. <laughs> so, at Bro- I have to tell you though, eighteen dollars for four, t- for two sausages. I don't know. Maybe not. The- you can't eat for cheap anywhere in the Bay Area. Let's just put it that way. But 
it was fun. We had a good time. It's right on the water. Um, my dog, I gave him Basil the Boxer got a little bit of each of the four sausages. We got four different ones. Regular bratwurst. We got vice versed, which is more that white inside type sausage that you see in Germany. And uh, that's more wine flavored. You have also, we got andouille sausage, which is, which is not German as far as I know. That's more Cajun, more gnawless. And then we got this very Berkeley, very vegan sausage. And I know a lot of you are like, boo! Boo getting vegan sausage! Boo! I have to tell you though, I am a, I, I'm sad to tell you this. I, I don't know if I'm sad or what. I'm ambivalent to tell you this, that... That's the future, my friend. That's the future. Vegan. Veganism. It's spreading like a moss all over the beautiful trees of the Bay Area. It is happening. People are becoming vegan, and they've been doing that for a while. It, I don't know if it'll ever catch on to everybody, but I know it's definitely a market that is big enough that even... A place like this, this restaurant would charge you uh, approximately $9 for a sausage. That is, full. it was full of flavor though. It had, I think, fennel in it and all kind of bell, red pepper, bell pepper, something, something, and another thing it was in it. It was very good, but yet not not a bratwurst. Don't try and pass that off as a bratwurst, you bad, bad Broadside people That's uh, very bad And bad is what I'm saying At any rate I had a great time Despite that I gave my dog a little bite of everything <laughs> And he When he had the vegan thing He kind of looked at me like Oh come on That's not You're lying That ain't no bratwurst That ain't no bratwurst Girl it just ain't right don't you think that I deserve to hear you say They're wrapping up filming of Doctor Who in Spain. Spain. So they're wrapping it up. They'll start editing and we'll have a Doctor Who very soon with the new female doctor. Should be very interesting. This, this music for Bratwurst. German is such a funky language. Hey, look who else is here. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the party attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we heard you talk about hiccups this past weekend day. Yeah, hiccups. Do you know that? Yes, there were some hiccups. And I will tell you what they were in just a moment. But first, the podcast picture today... I think I should post one of the lovely boats and such at the place that I was yesterday. I think I would. You know, it's so funny because Samsung has never been able to have a Samsung phone. Samsung, and I had a Samsung Evergreen phone back. Yeah, it was Evergreen. Way to cash in on the stupid green movement. And I fell for it. It was a crappy phone. And this is, it was not a smartphone. It was a dumb as dirt phone. 
And yeah, well, so Samsung had that phone back in the early 10s. About 2010 was when I purchased that phone. And the horrible thing it had, the problem it had was that when you took a picture and you were moving, the images would come out all slanted. Like everything was being windblown. Everything was moving sideways. And it's an interesting effect, but you don't want, most of the time you don't want it to happen. So I had that effect happen yesterday as I was taking a picture because I was a little bit tipsy. Brotzeit serves the beer, the German beer, and so I was a little bit conk. Uh, aber the beer was delicious. So I'll show you this picture here, mikesdailypodcast.com, of the view from close by to this, near to this little beer place. So the hiccups were, were as such. <laughs> I can't. So when I can't, when I don't, when I don't have the hiccups, I can't make the sound effect. When I do have the hiccups, I can't stop it, and that sucks. Don't you hate that? Oh, life! Why do you do that to me? Sorry. <laughs> anyway, hiccup. Okay, that's kind of a hiccup. The point is, I was, I had the weekend off. My weekend job. Asked me to come in to do a little promo for Mr. Uh, what's his face? Um, Barry Manilow. And so I went in and I did this commercial, a promo as we call it, because it's promoting something on the station. And I went, I, I did that. And let's see, you want to hear it? I bet you want to hear it, huh? Okay, I'll play it for you. Here it is. Let's see if it plays. After selling more than 85 million albums, Barry Manilow comes to Las Vegas with Manilow Las Vegas The Hits Come Home at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino now through October 6th. And you could be there for free. Pack includes two show tickets, two nights stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, dinner for two at Edge Steakhouse, and airfare. Barry Manilow and you in Las Vegas. Enter now at kkiq.com. So that's the thing. You got to make it exciting. Even though it's Barry frickin' Manilow, who is probably not going to even do that show. This is probably canceled by the time you hear this. Because as you heard on the last show, he had like second, third degree pneumonia and bronchitis and everything. His larynx fell out. There was all kinds of craziness happening. So... I wish him the best. He did write the songs that made the whole world sing. And that Mandy frickin' song was stuck in my head the whole weekend. Ugh. So, my weekend job asked me to come in and do that. Because, they're, Mike, why aren't you going to be working for the rest of the month? Well, it's very simple. Is I was not on the schedule. I thought I was on the schedule for... Uh, Saturday, last Saturday, I was all set to go in last Saturday, but as you heard on this podcast a week ago Sunday on the Super Secret Sunday show, I suddenly looked at the schedule and went, oh my God, they've taken me off. They've taken me off Saturday. A great guy by the name of Massa filled in for me on Sunday. Yes, his name is Massa, named after the space station organization. I don't think he's named after that, but anywho... Massive felt that's his Massa. Ma, I don't think it's like the corn. I don't know. 
I've never asked him these questions. He, I think he listens to the podcast. Perhaps he will chime in at some point and fill me in. But a very interesting name. Very nice guy. He said to me, I'll fill in for you Sunday, yesterday. So I went, okay, that's fine. And I had that on the schedule. Let people know. But somehow, somebody crossed me off the schedule Saturday and put this other person that works with us in. I said, fine, okay. And it looked like it was the guy who made the schedule. Let me ask you a question. Wouldn't, who would do that? That's the question everybody's asking. And I'm not pointing any fingers. Well, I am, but you can't see it. But the thing is that it's pretty obvious. And that's, I guess, all I'll say about it. But here's the thing. This, this issue happened a week ago. And I get a freaking text in the morning. Early, early in the morning when all I want to do on my weekend off is sleep the hell in. And I get a damn text early in the morning waking me up. And it's the guy who does the schedule going through everything that we've talked about a week earlier. This guy makes $3 an hour more than the rest of us. Why is he? Oh, so unprofessional. Anywho, hiccups, my friend, hiccups. At one of my jobs that I work for, I won't tell you which one. Wait, did I tell you which one? I didn't tell you which one. If I did, Redcon. Torchwood, eat the pill, you're gone, your memory, it's gone. And Torchwood, there was, wasn't there nudity in Torchwood? And it was like this Doctor Who spinoff. It was Doctor Who trying to be edgy and gross and disgusting and there was cannibalism. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't care for it. And then they tried to bring it back for a couple of short miniseries episodes on Showtime and it just was ridiculous. And I don't like anything on Showtime. I don't. It's just all... How many times can we say the F word and other bad words and show a little nudity and there's sex and there's no, there's nothing else there. It's just crap. I don't like it. I don't like Showtime. Don't like... I barely... Barely like some uh, HBO stuff. Perhaps you love it. But that's fine. That's fine. You, you know what? The world goes around. Hey, I got a nice little email from a guy... Who started emailing me when I was on a country station, internet country station, and he discovered this internet country station. It was funny because the station originated in Georgia in a small town near Atlanta called Decula. And I did my part, of course, from California, from the East Bay. And this guy heard me, and he is living in Ontario, in Canada. And he, so now he writes me every couple of weeks, usually on a Sunday, he emails me and he says, hi, Mike, just thought I just say hi. It has been a couple of weeks that we talk. Today is so hot here. The temperature here is 81 F, but the humidity makes it feel about 100 F. Thank goodness I have air in my bedroom. Wasn't that beautiful? That was such a nice little... I very much enjoyed that email. So, that's Brian. He emails me every... And then I will have to respond to him. Because that's very nice of him to email me. Ah, 
we can also quickly look at the statistics for this podcast. And it's uh, on Spreaker. If you listen to the show on Spreaker, apparently there were 101 downloads. That's down eight from the previous week. Does that mean anything to you? Nope. Means nothing to me. This means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. Hey, on the... If you listen to the show through the link... The uh, Dropbox link... Apparently, I've had... Since I started doing the Dropbox thing... Which has been, oh, six years... I've had 13,395 downloads. But that's over six years. And how many of those are bots? I have no idea. So that's an interesting little statistic about this podcast. However, last week, if you were listening to the show through the Dropbox, apparently face. Wait, no, that was a that wasn't last week. Wait, how come I don't see anything? Well, it can be kind of confusing. Let's see. Rigor Moreau. Oh, huh. So I guess none of my recent podcasts have been listened to. I guess the most recent one. Was one from Do you remember Rigamarole? That was I think I put that one up in May That one's had 14 downloads So Dropbox people are kind of What? I listen to a podcast through Dropbox? I don't get that Well It's something I Did I have been doing that for a while So I keep doing it For I don't know what reason So someone I find amazing Talented you probably do as well Is Seth MacFarlane he is Wait what did I write here I hate window shades Oh my gosh that's so true I hate window shades So much You know those little lines you, you turn the thing and they, they turn to the they, they turn to the sideways And it blocks the light And you turn the little doodad And it turns then you got light But then you've got this kind of prison bar effect Only it's horizontal I don't like shades And Whenever people move to the San Fernando Valley or to Los Angeles because they want to make it big in show business, they want to make it big in Hollywood, they want to make movies that are crap like the rest of the crap we see on (laughs) HBO when they move from, let's say, Kansas or Missouri or some small, small, tiny, teeny, weeny little town in Nebraska and they move to... San, San Fernando Valley Los Angeles In that area And they move there The first thing they do Is they move into a tiny apartment The carpet Is usually white And they get shades On the windows These shades And they, they close the shades The blinds They're called blinds God I'm so blind Today Is my problem uh, they, turn, they, they close the blinds and then they watch TV all day. Is you blind? And they, you know, watch. They, they make. They try and make their movies on their laptops or whatever it is. One more time. Is you blind? Okay. Oh my my my. And that's what they do in the San Fernando Valley. That's what they've always done. And now that's spread all over the country. And you've got kids that sit there, or teenage twenty somethings that sit in their rooms and they pull the blinds. They make them. They close them up. And they play video games all day. That's probably what they did all weekend. And their eyes are bugging out of their heads. And they've gained 20 pounds over the weekend. And now they're Oompa Loompas walking around. 
This is what's happening, my friend. And I hate blinds. I hate them. I hate stores that are named, that have any word blinds in them. Come to Blinds R Us today and get your blinds. I hate blinds. I think blinders are bad. Okay. They're, they're okay. I guess they help out with the horse. But I don't like the blinds. I don't. Okay. I thought I'd get that off my chest. I feel so much better. Don't you? No? Alright. Well, it was something that had to be said. <sighs> blinds. Okay. Back to Seth MacFarlane. He had a little something to say. Can you tell I've had only four hours sleep? Good. Seth MacFarlane has weighed in on how he feels about Fox News' portrayal of other media outlets. Seth MacFarlane, who never gets old, he he still looks young like a little prankster. He's such a little prankster, such a little brat, such a little... If I want to punch him in the friggin' face. He said... He has worked with Fox Broadcasting for nearly 20 years. Yes, 20 years, beginning with the creation of Family Guy in 1999. That's when it all started. Good on him for coming up with that all on his own. He tweeted that he is embarrassed to work for the company. The tweets was a response to CNN's Brian Stelter, who had tweeted a quote of Fox News host Tucker Carlson, encouraging his viewers to always assume the opposite of what they're telling you on the big news stations. In other words, McFarlane wrote, don't think critically, don't consult multiple news sources, and in general, don't use your brain. Just blindly obey Fox News, Seth McFarlane wrote. This is fringe sleep. Let's see if I can do this, make it sound like I'm saying the word. It's fringe that. And it's business like this that makes me embarrassed to work for this company. He is far from the first celebrity to criticize Fox News, but as an industry vet with a long-standing relationship with Fox, McFarland's commentary may bear, bear more weight. Um, and I'm not going to go into the whole freaking Comcast deal that might happen with Fox. Fox meeting to consider Comcast bid uh, this week. Seth MacFarlane's Family Guy was picked up by Fox in 99 when Seth sought a more primetime audience for his work and Fox took notice of his college thesis shorts which centered around an early concept of Family Guy characters Peter and Brian as Larry and Steve. Larry who who's Larry? Larry's one of the guys on the show, I guess. And and Steve? Wait, what? I don't know. Since then, Family Guy has aired for 16 seasons. McFarlane has since created the, quote, The Orville, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, all for Fox. Oh, he also had a hand in rejuvenating Cosmos, which I was okay with. I can deal with the Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's brilliant. He seems charming, but he has the same delivery all the time with warm, soothing voice. And he talks about the thing. He does that hand wavy thing with his hands. And you know, if you stay, if you watch this show in a room in the middle of the day and it's sunny outside, and you should be outside getting vitamin E, F, K or whatever it is for your skin. 
and get out there in the sun. You should be doing that and laying by the pool because you're in California after all, you idiot. And instead, you're inside watching Cosmos with me and the blinds pulled. You're kind of a doofus. So, yeah, I can deal. And then they had animation on Cosmos. And I said, no, no, that's Seth MacFarlane saying, I like animation. I'm Seth MacFarlane. This is the voice I do really well. Ooh, they can also do this voice. So I'd like to wrap up the show because we've been going on and on and you're probably busy with your life and you got stuff to do. I'd like to end this show or start the show, depending on how you look on things. By saying that there's outrage growing as the families are being separated. As you've heard, Melania chimed in on it. Calls on both sides and the family separations. And there's a big tent somewhere near El Paso, Texas. Where there are lots of teenage boys and young kids being held. And what's interesting is NPR had an artic- uh, a little news story about that. And the correspondent who did the report was from KQED in San Francisco. So what is a, a correspondent from the Bay Area, California, doing all the way over in El Paso, Texas to report on this border story? It makes me think that the NPR affiliates in Texas... Don't care at all. They're getting money from their subscribers, but they don't care. Like, oh, we don't see what's happening here along the border. Maybe that's what's going. I don't know if that's also true of where we have the border here in California, in San Diego. So the point is that what happened, what's happening, the guy who the correspondent from KQED, he was there looking, he was filming, taking pictures of some of the young teenage kids that were st- that are being detained for crossing the border they're playing soccer and they're listening to the world cup which apparently they're broadcasting over loudspeakers for them but in english and so you better learn english in a hurry if you want to know what's going on with the world cup and i guess mexico beat germany and i guess i should play that song again you want me to play a little bit more of that that little yodeling thing that was just so nice and i didn't know what would be German. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. So the they are apparently these big tents are being air conditioned for the kids, but it's interesting the phase we've moved into in the immigration story, and that's a big story today. And I guess I'm done talking. Oh, the other story too that the, I think it's the latest podcast from the New York Times called uh, The Daily is the name of that. They are discussing how Obama, we, we think, you know, Trump hates the media and does his whole, you know, fake news thing. But you are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Obama had his own share of it. And he, in fact, and, and this is the New York Times reporting this, by the way, saying, hey, Obama, people forget, you know, he actually uh, would go after a lot of reporters and it made America like the 49th worst state to have or country to have 
news. New, it was it, reporters were being prosecuted by Obama. So that's not even funny. I found that an interesting podcast to listen to today. Okay, that's the end of the show. I want to thank you for listening to my rantings and raiding ravens and running off at the mountains and all that fun and stuff. And and I hope you have a great day and that you're not blind and you don't hide behind the blinds and you welcome in the light because that's what life is is light. That the the words sound so similar. That's what it must mean, right? Hey, next show we'll have the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Thanks for listening. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.